Daniel chapter 2, I read from verse 20 to verse 22. The book of Daniel chapter 2, verses 20 to 22. Daniel 2. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. Daniel answered, and he changed the times and seasons. He removed kings and set up kings. He gave wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. Verse 22. He revealed the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness and the light dwelleth in him. Amen. This morning for a few minutes, I'm going to start a discussion I call the nature of God. The nature of? The nature of God. There are seven things that are highlighted in the passage we have just read. We'll see if we can go through the first two. The first thing that Daniel noted about God in that passage is that he changes times and seasons. He does what? He changes times and seasons. And it's very easy when the Bible says it changes times and seasons to say, well, I think we have, how many, first, how, many, how many seasons do we have here? How many? Four. We are currently in summer, right? Very soon, the season is, I mean, that's when they call fall, then winter, then spring. So when the Bible says it changes times and seasons, it's very easy to say, okay, it changes uh, summer to fall. And fall to winter, right? And winter to whatever it is. But brethren, it goes beyond normal changes. It goes into the realm of extraordinary changes. Amen? The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, it's a passage we all know very well. To everything there is a season. And a time to every purpose under heaven. A time to every purpose. Now the word in between that is God can change any time. God can change any season. If nature says this is the time, God can decide that, well, I'm decreeing this is not the time. Amen? That was what, that's what happened to uh, uh, Elizabeth. The Bible says it has ceased to be with her the way of woman. That was what happened to Sarah. Nature has decreed that this is the season. But God said, no. This is the season I am decreeing for you. And now I'm speaking to somebody's life here today. You will abide by the season that God has decreed in Jesus' name. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11. The Bible says he has made everything beautiful in his time. You will notice that I love that verse. Everything beautiful in his time. He said he has set the world in their heart so that no man can find out the world that God maketh from the beginning to the end. Brethren, this year has been extraordinary. Is that not so? In January, when we were all saying Happy New Year, was anybody thinking of a pandemic? Was anybody thinking that for three good months, children, students, and teachers alike will be at home? 
Some people not daring to venture to go out because they think Sister Corona is across the window. Did anybody think of that on January 1st this year? Brethren, we are now in August. And I can tell you, only God knows what the remaining four months hold. But there's one thing I know about you. That so long as you are a child of this living God, your future is bright. Not only is your future bright, your future is glorious. That God's counsel concerning your life shall come to pass. The God that changes times and seasons. What does it mean when we say he changes times and seasons? It implies that when it is supposed to be winter, God can decide to make it summer. That is the type of change we are talking about. Not the normal grind of summer to winter, winter to fall or whatever, whatever it is. When you get what you do not qualify for, that is God doing what? Changing times and seasons. When it is your seed time and God begins to give you harvest, that is God doing what? Changing times and seasons. When you are promoted above your boss, does it happen or not? Has God done it in the past or not? Is he still doing it or not? Will he do it for someone here today? God will lift you up above your boss in Jesus' name. Because that is what it means to do what? To change times and seasons. Remember the testimony that was shared with us by our general overseer. That young man that was doing an excellent job. And his boss said, for as long as I'm in this company, you will not what? You will not be promoted. And the man kept doing his own work. And one day, they transferred his boss. And when they transferred his boss to another branch, who did they promote? They promoted that young man to be on the same seat that had his boss was. Then what happened? They brought the boss back. So now, the boss and this young man were now what? On the same level. That is our God. He could be an equalizer. He could be a lifter up. What will it be for you? He will lift you up in Jesus' name. Amen. I say, he will lift you up in Jesus' name. Amen. When God decides that even though you are the youngest, you will be the one to save the whole race. <laughs> that is God changing times and seasons. That's what he did for Joseph. Joseph was the second to the last. He was the youngest among those that went to the field because Benjamin was permanently at home. He was the youngest among those that went to the field. When you go to Genesis chapter 37, Genesis 37 verse 2, Genesis 37 verse 2, these are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, at 17 years of age, was feeding the flock with his brethren. And the Lord was with the sons of Bilhah and with the sons of Zippah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil reports. In other words, Joseph was different. Brethren, that is very important. In order for God to change times and seasons for you, in order for God to change times and seasons on your behalf, you ought to be different. Tell somebody you ought to be different. Don't try to conform. The Bible says we are in the world, but what? 
We are not of the world. Our standards are not the standards of the world. Tell somebody you are different. That's very important. If God will risk his reputation for you, if God will say, well, that is my son, that is my daughter, I can, I can vouch for him like he vowed for Job, then you must be different. You must not be that brother, that sister that tries to conform. Because brethren, remember, broad is the way. Wide is that way. That does what? That leads to destruction. That leads to hell. That's why the Bible says, there is a way that seemeth right unto man. But the end thereof is what? Is destruction. But the Bible says, narrow is the way. That leads to where? Eternal life. Narrow is the way that leads to heaven. It's not the way of conformity. It's the way of being different. Tell somebody be different. That's very important. Joseph was different. His brothers did not like him for it. But even if his brothers had liked him, they would eventually have sold him. Then what would the likeness of his brothers have done for him? When you go to Genesis 37 from verse 5 to verse 11, the Bible says Joseph had two dreams. How many dreams? And the, the interpretation of the two dreams were the same. Even though you are the youngest, your brothers and your sisters will do what? They will bow to you. That was the dream that Joseph had. And I received that in Jesus' name. That's the word for those of us that are last born. <laughs> Today is last born special day. Amen. I receive it in Jesus' name. I don't be jealous now. If you are happy for us, your time will come. Amen. See, even though you are the youngest, your elder ones will bow for you. Ah, then they said, how can we bow for this young man? That's not possible. The Bible says, rather than appreciate what he was doing, what he was saying, what did they do? They envied him. They hated him. Say, how is that possible? It's not possible. I won't bow for you. It's not my dream, no. You can't fight me, oh. It is God that has decreed. When God has decreed, it shall come to pass. Either the devil likes it or not. And I speak to somebody's life here today. Whatever God has decreed concerning you, it shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. Joseph had two dreams. The second dream was impressing upon that, look, this dream will still come to pass. But that one, he didn't just say his 11 brothers. He even saw his father and his mother. The sun and the moon. And 11 stars were bowing to him. And they connived against him. They sold him to slavery. From slavery, he got to the prison. But brethren, the God that gave him that dream was not sleeping. And that's one assurance I have for someone here today. The God that has told you he will lift you up, he's not sleeping. The God that has told you he, that he will change times and seasons for you, he's what? He's not sleeping. Your situation will be, is a, the exact opposite of that promise. You look at yourself today and say, ah, this is what God told me. This is my current experience. The two don't come together. But then that is God. Because when God proves himself, he, goes, he changes times and seasons. He goes contrary to human laws. He goes contrary to human expectations. 
the day Joseph became the prime minister of Egypt, where did he come from? Where did he come from? From the prison. In the palace of the king of Pharaoh that day, there were educated young men. There were men that knew philosophy. There were men that knew uh, 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 medicology. There were men that knew anything knowable. Medical doctors. Political scientists. Astrologers. But they needed somebody. They had to create a position for Joseph alone. Because there is a God that does what? That changes times and seasons. He made up his mind that today, above all philosophers, this man will arise from prison and become the second in command to the king. Who is God talking about this morning? It shall come to pass in Jesus' name. God will bring it to pass in Jesus' name. Maybe you are a refugee now. And you are so full of your limitations. You look around you and all you see is, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this. How many seconds does it take God to change your status? How many seconds? Just a piece of paper. And they say, now you are now landed. And they say, now you are now what? A citizen. And some people have been citizens for 20 years. And they have nothing to show for it. And you become a citizen in one month. And your testimony is the talk of the town. God will do it for you. I say, God will do it for you. He's a God that changes times and seasons. That is our God. He goes beyond expectations. Look at Isaac. In Genesis chapter 26. Genesis 26. The Bible says, There was famine in the land. Beside the ones in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to the king of the Philistines, unto Gerah. And the Lord told him, don't go to Egypt. Tell someone you don't go to Egypt. In other words, don't let your circumstances dictate to you your response. Is somebody with me this morning? Don't react to your circumstances. Trust in this God. Listen to what he will tell you. Normally what he tells you is contrary to logic. It's illogical. But that's why he's God. That's why he changes times and seasons. Everybody is going to the west and he tells you to do what? Go to the east. Go to the east. I know some, some brethren, some of our students that came to Georgian College here, when they graduated, today you can easily get paper in... Uh, where is that place? Saskatchewan. You can easily get paper in Saskatchewan. All of them went there. Some of them got their paper. Before they knew it, they said, now it is happening in Alberta. What happened? They all moved to Alberta. The next thing is, oh, you can get it in BC. What happened? They all flocked to BC. If only, some of them are still looking for their paper up till today. If only somebody had asked God. The fact everybody is going to Alberta. Does not mean you should go to Alberta. Your own paper might be in uh, uh, inner wood. Is that, is that inner wood? Oh, no. <laughs> Your own paper might be in lunar wood. Your own paper might be in yellow land. Um, your, yellow knife. <laughs> praise, the, praise the Lord. The key thing is, is to hear what God is telling you. Where he's telling you to go. Because he does what? He changes times. 
and season. The person he has prepared to, be, to have mercy on you, to make things work out for you, is in this city of Bari. And you will come across him. Amen. And you will come across her. Amen. And you will testify in Jesus' name. God told Isaac, don't go to Egypt. And he stayed in that land. And there was famine. So that you will see, the, you understand the full meaning of God changing times and seasons. There was famine in the land. That was when Isaac went to sow his own seed. I'm sure he must have been acting on divine instruction. Tell somebody divine instruction. Brethren, divine instruction goes contrary to logic. Divine instruction goes contrary to the, the weather of the land. I'm doing some experiments. I will tell you how it comes out. How to plant yam in the tropical environment. Amen? My yam, they've grown. They, are now, they, are, they have leaves now, but I'm, I'm going to see how it, I mean, yeah, because I want to be taking more pounded yam. <laughs> Amen. Divine instructions does not, not necessarily agree with the weather. When they expect the sun to be uh, uh, very cold in fall, Abby, the temperature to be cold, because of my yam, God can give me some hot temperature days so that my yam can sprout and have good tubers. Do you know that? Yes. Divine instruction. God will direct your ways. Amen. God directed the ways of Isaac. He sowed in a land where there was famine. And what happened? He reaped a hundredfold. It, his harvest was not ordinary. His harvest was not normal harvest. Because the God that gave him the instruction is the God that does what? That changes times and seasons. It could be Summer everywhere, but because what you, what you need is winter. In that your house, you could be experiencing what? Winter. I'm going to round off from there. I thought I was going to discuss two. I'm going to stay on one. The, our general overseer shared a testimony. When they were having a Bible study, he shared it last week. They were having a Bible study, and they were having a Bible study outside. And the moment they were about to start the Bible study, the cloud was dark. There were drops of rain. It was going to rain. And said, Father, <laughs> uh, if this rain falls, this Bible study cannot hold. So, Lord, Father, please do what? Hold the rain. And the rain stopped. And they went ahead. They completed their Bible study. When they finished, some brethren that were supposed to be part of the Bible study now came. They said, why are you just coming now? Say, the rain stopped us. So, it did not rain upon that house where they were having the study, but everywhere in the neighborhood, the rain was so much that some people that were coming for the study could not do what? They could not get there. Brethren, that is God. He still changes times and seasons. If what you need at a particular point in time, in, just in your house, God can do it. Is he born, he, you need someone in that house for that day, for, at that moment. He will give you. Amen. While there is winter all around, God still does it. Amen. 